Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good mythical morning, everyone. It's the one and only V, the Grill Economist, coming to you live with my main man, El Cuckoo himself, who's working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean. Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app and platform known to humanity. Check us on the link. It's all there in the description box. And also check out our paid sponsors, mycbdedibles.com, mycbdedibles.com. For all your CBD edible goodness, there are new products lined up that will be released soon. And with that being said, El Cuco, any any new stuff from CBD yet or what? Yeah, yeah. So our, our edibles are hitting the shops uh, first uh, from some edibles. There are, are Delta 8. Uh, they're working on some new formularies uh, together for the CBD-based product. Uh, so, yeah, so we're, we, we've uh, burned through basically the initial inventory that went to several of the shops that we're real excited uh, e-commerce is, is coming next. So uh, just just need a couple more days. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, folks, I mean, today was supposed to be uh, cussed with Gus, but uh, Gus, unfortunately, can't do that. He's actually traveling today, uh, so we're not able to have him on. So you're going to get the dynamic duo of uh, me and Siege, and we're going to be breaking things down because there is a plethora of things to talk about. Is it not, CJ? The plethora of things, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I sent you the, the link earlier. Uh, earlier, V, and um, it's kind of amazing to be witnessing this. And if if people don't understand the severity of the situation uh, in regards to, uh, I mean, it's coming from all all places, right? And people talking about like it's pretty darn scary that we have a a sitting U.S. president who is uh, incoherent, uh, inability to really carry on a thought, who you know keeps mixing up numbers, you know, like you wouldn't believe. I mean, just. It just just all over the place, and it just speaks volumes of where we are. And I think it compelled some people. It, it, it's scary, and now we actually have a crisis situation. So when you're not, you know, managing gender studies, when you're not managing uh, critical race theory, and there's actual real problems that are occurring, similar to what's happening in Afghanistan, we need true leadership to step up, and and we don't have that. We have uh, we have politicians who want to make excuses, and it really compelled uh, Jocko Wilnick, which many of our listeners are very familiar with uh, to put a video together V, and, and I, and I want to play this and it's in his, his message 
is in the event that he was president, this is exactly what he would have done. So here we go. Good evening. I wanted to give you an update on the current situation in Afghanistan. As you know, we were set to leave Afghanistan this month. And as we began the final drawdown, I made some critical errors. Namely, I underestimated the strength of the Taliban and I overestimated the strength and capability of the friendly Afghan forces. This was my fault. And due to my mistake, the Taliban has taken control of Afghanistan. There are reports now that ISIS and Al-Qaeda are working alongside them. Unfortunately, there are tens of thousands of Americans on the ground there, as well as friends and allies of America on the ground. These people, Americans and our allies, are all stranded. And that is my fault. But they will not be stranded for long. In the next 48 hours, America will be in control of most major airports in Afghanistan. Any resistance we meet from the Taliban or otherwise when we seize these airports will be destroyed completely and without mercy. From those airports, we will conduct rapid strike rescue missions until we have recovered and evacuated all our citizens, allies, and friends. Any person that interferes with these operations will be killed. We will also recover or destroy all aircraft, vehicles, weapons, and sensitive equipment that we left behind. Any person utilizing, guarding, or located in close proximity to these weapons or equipment will be killed. Once we have evacuated all friendly personnel and recovered or destroyed the weapons and equipment left behind, we will depart Afghanistan. But we will continue to monitor everything that happens in Afghanistan through our ground and airborne surveillance equipment terrorist training camps or activity will be targeted and destroyed. Gross violations of human rights will be stopped through overwhelming force. And any group in Afghanistan fighting for freedom, liberty, and basic human rights will be supported through special operations forces and ruthless precision air power. We will continue that dedicated support until the enemy is no longer a threat to humanity or to the good people of Afghanistan. May God bless America and may God have mercy on the souls of our enemy because we will not. That is all. And then the the politicians will... And, and the and the woke left media will quickly attack him and call him um, racist, sexist, misogynist, homophobe, and nothing will get done. But if if we had a leader, right, 
Because one of the things that he does, he always gives a message of his, his philosophy is take ownership of your mess, take ownership of your mistakes. And we're not seeing that from the current leadership here. There's no plan in place whatsoever. There's no anything in place. In fact, CJ, there was a fact-finding mission, okay? There was a fact-finding mission that was put in place, a pair of congressmen, one Democan and one Republicrat, has managed to piss off the White House, Pentagon, State Department, and the Democratic congressional leadership after hitching a ride to Kabul for an unannounced and unauthorized visit. Democrat Representative Seth, Seth Muldoon and Republican Representative Peter Meyer said that they chartered a plane at Kabul Airport, stayed there for several hours on Tuesday as part of their what they describe as a fact-finding mission. The lawmakers, both whom served tours in Iraq before running for office, confirmed the visit in a joint statement on Tuesday, describing their trip as a secret and saying that they were there to conduct an oversight on the efforts to evacuate Americans and allies. In a lengthy Twitter thread, Moulton shared his dire assessment of the situation. We won't get anyone out in time, not even by September the 11th. We manage, we imagine that that's the last thing the Biden administration wants the public to hear. Read the full thread below, and they have it listed here. Right? And, and then and Moulton said this. He said, we came into this visit wanting, like most veterans, to push the president to extend the August 31st deadline. After talking with commanders on the ground and seeing the situation here, it is obvious that because we started the evacuation so late, no, we started it so abruptly out of nowhere, <laughs> that no matter what we do, we won't get everyone out, out on time, even by September 11th. Sadly and frustratingly, getting our people out depends on maintaining the current bizarre relationship with the Taliban. In the coming days, we'll have to do more to share with our colleagues and the American people about what we learned, but after the meetings with so Marines, soldiers, and dedicated State Department officials on the ground, we want the world to know, first and foremost, that we have never been prouder to be Americans. Oh, God. What a message. What what a mess. Uh, however, it's, it's, you know, it's unfortunate that we can't trust the our federal government and i think until they acknowledge that until they acknowledge that that they made a mistake i think that's the first part that they have to acknowledge it instead of making excuses and then they have to allow for some some clear objectives some clear goals that are taking place i saw some of the people comment uh on there that you know yes what jocko said that you know some of it does seem kind of a little little far-fetched in terms of what could take place uh, one of which is is the that the toll like we can't bring everyone from Afghanistan, right? That, I think that's one of the first things that has to you know be said is that there's probably a lot of people there that yes that 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 did aid the U.S. There's probably also a significant amount of people who who are just in fear of their lives from the Taliban that want to leave Afghanistan, and and that was never part of the process was to evacuate a hundred thousand people from a from a country v that. That that's but at the same time this this humanitarian crisis that we we created ourselves. So what's the objectives? And they need to be clear. They need to be defined, and then take a proper course of action. You know, versus what we're witnessing now, where again, continue to make excuses, continue to uh, applaud themselves. I watched a press briefing yesterday, and it was it was absolutely despicable. V, they wanted to champion champion themselves as the heroes through this. That several of the leaders had called Biden and 
congratulated him and and thanked him for his leadership in this crisis. Oh yeah, the the, the, the thousands of people that have already been evacuated. The the largest event coordination ever take place of this magnitude and and this executive branch this president put this all together you know it's it's just very important unfortunate v and yes there's definitely the politicizing of this and on all fronts that's going to take place that was regardless but at the same time i think that the first thing we need to do is to ensure is that if there's americans that are there american pass the american passports i'm not talking about you know refugees or anything like that uh, that they need to be identified and, and evacuated versus this continuation and this this deadline that's occurring. But B, it's 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 also dangerous because on the flip side of that, we also have the military industrial complex. We have the neocons at the same time saying, "Well, w- what's the plan? Let's let's keep troops there past the date. Let's let's you know let's let's do this." And where does that lead? So I think it it, it has to be carefully managed, clear objectives clear to find goals, all of which we're not get, receiving any of that from, from this administration, B. What's going to happen and what you're witnessing and what's unfolding right now is the greatest colossal blunder in human history. What is happening right now, and I want people to look, when the damn thing happened, the first moment when I saw the picture of a damn C-17 trying to take off with people hanging off on the side and then people falling off the damn aircraft, I said to myself, okay, here comes the largest hostage situation in God's in, in, in human history. The Taliban is going to hold firm to August 31st. Why? Because the U.S. is in a complete, total position of weakness. Okay, that's number one. These jackwads gave up Bagram Air Force Base. When they gave up the Air Force Base, they lost all high ground. That's number one. So what happens is that anything or anyone, if you you can't move troops in there, right? Number one, we don't have, for us to stage a large-scale operation, people don't understand this, and nobody really talks about this. I talk about this, and I've mentioned this, and I've said it yesterday's on yesterday's broadcast, right? Go back and listen to yesterday's show, folks, where I break this down. We have a maintenance backlog that is so deep when it comes to aircraft, okay? Our C5 Galaxies, which I think is a beautiful plane, it looks great, is a problematic airplane, okay? It's a very complex airplane. It's problematic, and there's a backlog on maintenance for the largest transport aircraft we have, which is the C5 Galaxy, okay? The C-17s are much better, but we don't have enough C-17s to constantly run them. In other words, if there's going to be a rescue operation because of the fact that we have such a dilapidated equipment with maintenance black backlogs that stretch for weeks and months, we cannot get the type of boots on the ground quick enough to make a difference. It will take us three months, four months to get 10,000 troops on the ground in order to effectively have some sort of an operation in place to get American citizens as well as allies and friends out of the country it's just not going to happen right it's just not going to happen it's not reality so you got to understand the other thing but grom air force base right it, it, just like uh, uh um hamid karzai international airport in kabul right is ringed with mountains and valleys it's ringed with it so if you were bringing in an invasion force which the taliban will see any sort of of aircraft landing that with military insignias, if they if the U.S. says to the Taliban, we're going to come in there and we're going to extend the date, we're going to fly more troops in, yeah, try it. They have all the high ground. Any plane coming into Bagram, 
any plane coming into Kabul will be blown out of the sky. Because look, it's not just the fact that they've recovered $85 billion worth of equipment. There's $85 billion worth of equipment. Some of that equipment is anti-aircraft munitions, anti-aircraft missiles, man pads. They have it. That's number one. Number two, we don't know if the Iranians are giving man pads over, okay? The, these are man, you know, individual launched uh, surface-to-air anti-aircraft missiles that, are give, that, that, that the Taliban could possibly possess at this point, okay? And at that point, it becomes a shooting st- a gallery for a lot of the airplanes, especially transport planes that are coming in. This is problematic. And then when they get on the ground, what's the situation then? You're going to, again, try to embroil yourself, trying to find an enemy that knows the terrain better than you, that knows the culture better than you, that knows how to move in and out. You see, while we're out there trying to hold on to the green zone, which is the only area of control we had in Afghanistan, in plain sight right underneath the Americans' noses. Why? Because we cannot differentiate on the surface who is a Taliban, who is not a Taliban. We don't know. Because they blend directly into the to the local population, it makes it extremely difficult. We don't want to get. It is a quagmire. It is a quagmire. This is why it was important and imperative to have systems and logistics in place prior to any of this happening. There's no escaping this. And what is happening if the U.S. is dumb enough? They did two stupid mistakes. Number one, you froze the Taliban's funds. Number two, you're asking them for favors while you've frozen their funds. And the third thing is you're telling them that you want to possibly do a delay of, of, of the evacuation, want to, want to push it out. And if they say no, why would, they, why would they say yes to you? They have all the advantage. They know they have the moral high ground. They know they have the tactical high ground. They know they have the strategic high ground. And they have the economic high ground. Why? CJ, how are you going to sanction a group of individuals? Okay, that have been operating outside of the U.S. dollar for the last twenty some odd years. You think they're going to be affected? <laughs> you just blessed them with eighty-five billion dollars worth of equipment. You just rearm them. If there was ever a a a a a, uh, a recruitment poster or a recruitment commercial for the Taliban, this is it. Come join the Taliban. We have the latest in American arms. We have the latest M4 carbine assault rifles. We have also M60s and M249 saws. We also have Black Hawk helicopters. We also have Chinook helicopters. We have some uh, some uh, um, some aircraft as well that we can utilize for air-to-ground missions. Also, we have some uh, 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 JTLV uh, troop transport carriers. We have it all. Come join Taliban. Great time right now. <laughs> Learn to operate outside of the dollar. Learn to inflict fear upon the infidel and cut off the heads of those who oppose us. There's nothing to stop them. Like, what's the strategic advantage here? They have the high ground. They got Bagram. They got Kabul. They have 85 billion in equipment. They operated for 20 years without the dollar, and they have 40,000 hostages. Why the hell would they stop? This is great. You literally have. It's it's like it's it's like the U.S. walked up, dropped its pants, right, and took its own nuts, put it into a vice, and had the Taliban tighten the vice. They literally have America's nuts in a vice. Hmm. Hmm. V, v, what do you say? Because uh, I want your opinion on this. What do you say to the people who said say that you know that oh, this was all by design uh, by Biden? Um, 
you know, by Biden and, and Hunter to basically give the influence to China regarding Afghanistan. You think there's some some 3D chess that Biden's playing here with with all this? No. Uh, no. No, it, it, it's it's the the Biden family. Do they cut billions of dollars worth of deals with 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 Chinese and and Ukrainians and God knows who else on planet Earth? Yeah, but business is business, right? I mean, if. Let's just say the whole Biden wasn't president, the whole Hunter Biden thing wasn't out there, right? Let's put it this way. Let's just say Trump wasn't even president. Let's just say we had George W. on. Remember George W.? We're going to hunt him down, bring him to justice. We're going to smoke him out. Now watch this draft. That guy. (laughs) Uh, It's about uh, a... a tribal entity because uh, uh, we're going to go into Afghanistan and uh, 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 that guy. Let's just say he's president. And let's just say he stayed on in president. We had no thing as term limits and he stayed on and he kept winning year after year because, I don't know, people are brainwashed. And let's say George W. has been president for the last 20 years. This outcome would have happened regardless. Okay? This outcome would have happened regardless. Why? Afghanistan has always been an unwinnable war. Afghanistan, by its very... If God created a a topographical area of the world and says, you know what, I'm going to make this the graveyard of empires. I'm going to design it with peaks and valleys. I'm going to design it with cave networks that are natural. Natural cave networks. And I'm going to put a group of people here who are tough as nails that all they know is war. And then fast forward to Alex, the, the, the Alexander the Great. I'm going to go into Afghanistan with all my boy lovers, and we're going to go conquer it. And he got stopped. Fast forward to the French. They got stopped. Fast forward to the British. The British lost more men in Afghanistan than World War I and World War II combined. Okay? Fast forward to the Russians. They couldn't do it. Their, everything they tried failed. And what do they do? They, they gracefully exited. You can watch the videos of, 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 of Russians exiting Afghanistan. They did it orderly. And fast forward to the Americans. And here we come. And we made an absolute mess of the place, and now this is a disarray. Folks, if George W. Bush was president for the last 20 years, the outcome that you're seeing today would have happened. Why? Because it doesn't matter what the business benefacting is on the back end. It's still a strategic blunder. The U.S. was destined to fail the moment it set foot in Afghanistan, number one. Number two, the bureaucracy of the United States has grown exponentially since September 11th, 2001. So the same bureaucrats who have been recycling themselves year after year, circle jerking themselves year after year, caught in their echo chambers of think tanks year after year, have grown exponentially, and they are still even 10 times more at this point, more incompetent than ever before. So if if something like this would have happened with George W. Bush under as president or Obama or 
Uh, I'll tell you right now, if I was president right now, I'd make sure that uh, this whole Afghan thing would be absolutely perfect. I'd make sure Hillary was in charge of the entire Afghan pullout. I'll pull out of Afghanistan the way I pulled out of uh, Monica Lewinsky. That's what I would do, CJ. And and that's the whole thing. It would have been the same thing. Hmm. Nothing would have changed. Why? The systems, the incompetence, and the bureaucracy would still be in place. The systems, the incompetence, and the bureaucracies would be the same. It would be the same out. Uh, it would be the same uh, outcome. That's number one. Number two, the CIA will still be running their opium rat lines. And number three, we'd still have no capability to extract the over $100 trillion in rare earth minerals and metals that is buried under Afghanistan. We still have no way of doing that. Mm -hmm. So it is inevitable that we failed. And it was inevitable that since September 11, 2001, we've been spelunking throughout the world on the global war of terror while the Chinese were out there cutting business deals. So we would have failed, and the natural onus, the natural course of action would have been the Chinese would have come in and cut business deals, and they have the machinery to extract $100 trillion out of the ground. We don't, because we're too busy making war. We're not busy mm. making industry. Very well said, B. And just like you pointed out, you know, many years ago in regards to Afghanistan, V, that there wasn't necessarily a goal in mind in regards to a successful war or uh, to really bring any type of development to Afghanistan. It was just basically like a huge uh, excursion of using uh, money, getting money out of the the, the hands of, of taxpayers into the corporate elite. Um, this video came up from 2011, and hopefully everyone still remembers this guy oh, yeah. uh, because the U.S. is still trying to extradite him. To And this is what he said about the war, and it's, and it's very interesting to fast-forward this, and we see some of those same characters really trying to push this administration. I'll, I'll get back to it. Let's play this first, and I'll come back to it. Because the goal is not to completely subjugate Afghanistan. The goal is to use Afghanistan to wash money out of the tax bases of the United States, out of the tax bases of European countries, through Afghanistan, and back into the hands of a transnational security elite. That is the goal, i.e. the goal is to have an endless war, not a successful war. Because the goal is... Spot on, V. Julian, God bless you, brother. I pray for a speedy, speedy exit out of that jail cell you're in, man. God bless you. God bless Julian Assange. My God. Well, he see, nailed and, it. Yeah, he nailed it. And, and and that's why I'm saying that we need to be careful when we see like people like Lindsey Graham that have come out and say, you know, it's 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 foolish we should impeach Biden for, for pulling troops out of Afghanistan. Listen, there's no long-term strategy in Afghanistan. And that's why we're seeing this conglomerate of news, why they're starting to turn against Biden. And say now, don't don't get me wrong. He yes, he totally messed up the entire process, right? Let's let's agree. But I think we need to come to a terms of agreement that we don't need troops in Afghanistan, you know, long term. And there's 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 powers at work here to really pivot this to reengage because they want to keep that status quo of the the billions of dollars being spent that very little of it is to really do anything in Afghanistan. It goes to the, the, the globalist elite, their money excursion process that they have for it. And, and, and again, the neocons, 
uh, the people that are going to really try to f- push back. So it's it's really a delicate balance for you. It really is. It, 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 it's just amazing to be witnesses. And if people are starting to leverage this, you know, saying, well, the, the G7 people couldn't convince Biden to keep you know troops there longer. There's there's no long term strategy to remain in Afghanistan long term, V. No, because the whole the whole thing, Afghanistan, the military industrial complex, uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, the Gulf War, the global war on terror. All these wars have nothing to do with actual any sort of goals, like Assange says. Folks, let me. Ex- I've been saying it since 2012, and the word and the word that I've always been using is wealth extraction. You could also call it money laundering. Okay, this is why Dubai has you know 200 you know uh, you know uh, story skyscrapers, and it's like 80 percent empty. It's why you have most places in the world that like like Dubai, like Abu Dhabi, that are like. Fill the skyscrapers and they're mostly empty and whatnot. You're wondering why? Why are they so like low? There's money laundering. It's money laundering, folks. Let me explain something to you. Most of the money that's going into Afghanistan, most of the money that's going to the the global war on terror. Okay, we've had many individuals. One, you know, one uh, individual in, in particular who was a former military intelligence officer. Uh, he wrote the book. I think his name is Scott. Uh, God, his name escapes me at the moment. Scott's on the Peterson, I think it was. I'm not exactly remember, but he's the one who blew the whistle. Okay, uh, he worked for um, one of the defense contractors. Uh, I think it was Elliot something or uh, Perkins. No, no, it was one of the defense contractors, Elliot something, right? That he worked for, and he tracked down all the money that was going into Afghanistan, that was going to the global war of terror how it's being laundered, how it's being funneled through Swiss bank accounts, and then back into the coffers of U.S. Senate campaigns and congressional campaigns. The guy tracked it. They threw him in jail. In fact, when they threw him in jail, the funniest thing, and call it an act of God, he was thrown into jail with my old buddy, Brad Birkenfeld. You know, Brad Birkenfeld is the biggest wow. whistleblower wow. in American history, and he, you know, he wrote the book Lucifer's Banker. If you get a chance, go to Amazon, get Lucifer's Banker, and Brad will tell you his story, mm. right? And it's been a it's been a hot minute since I reached and out. You to interviewed Brad. him. You, you yeah, interviewed him as well. Absolutely. On road. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and 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 so so he got together with Brad Birkenfeld. Brad Birkenfeld blew the whistle on 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 UBS and as well as Credit Suisse, and they got together and they started comparing notes, and they had the whole damn thing all printed out, right? So the whole thing with war, these idiots are great at starting a war. In hapless third world countries where the you know, the military is very efficient at bombing mud huts, right, and 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 launder the money. This is why they cannot fight a technological peer because a technological peer will not allow you to launder or move capital. Why is that? Because a technological peer will wipe you off the face of the earth. A technological peer will destroy your forces, not give you an opportunity to build anything. The key here, folks, is to go to Afghanistan and Iraq and Syria and Libya and all these other places, bomb them, create the chaos, and you don't need to control the entire country. You just need to control about 10 to maybe 20 square miles, right? Maybe 100 square miles, maybe maybe a green zone. So you can set up a green zone like in Kabul, a green zone like in Baghdad, right? A green zone like in, um, in uh, 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 Tripoli, in Libya, a green zone. And then once you have the green zone all set up, right, you bring all the contractors in. Uh, yeah, I could build a, uh, a an outdoor outhouse and a porta potty for all the citizens of the green zone. Uh, what my, my charges? Uh, that'll be one hundred million dollars, please. And then boom, this is where the you know 
the seven thousand uh, dollar uh, toilet seats for the U.S. Embassy comes in. This is where the ten thousand dollar coffee mugs for uh, U.S. personnel comes in. This is where the contracting and the building jobs come in. Why do wow? Why does that mud hut over there cost ten billion dollars? Oh, it was uh, put together by uh, Halliburton. It's uh, it's a uh, bomb proof. It's a uh, it's nanotechnology mud. Oh, really? Wow, that's amazing, right? Of course, there's no such thing as nanotechnology mud, but I'm just I'm just saying they, they come out with these marketing terms. Well, what about this toilet seat? Why is it uh three hundred dollars for this toilet seat that we're putting in this embassy? This toilet seat has Bluetooth capability and is powered by AI. Oh, really? Wow, amazing. And 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 the Congressional Budget Office signs off on all this crap. Do you folks? You have to understand how tenemently screwed, how ma- how monstrously corrupt this whole entire thing is. This 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 is what you're facing as an American, folks. This is why the country cannot compete on an industrial level because you have a parasitic political class that is doing this. Yeah, V to pivot real quick. Um, a couple of things that you know that re- recent that really caught my eye. Something that we need to be mindful of, keep keep our eye on, is that let, let's remember that the same alphabet agencies, uh, the same deep state that operated against Trump so many times through him trying to broker some of these deals. Right? We we, we watch it so many times. Whether it was North Korea. Um, even, even, you know, a tad bit in, in Ukraine, you know, he's made significant inroads, right. To, to, to do some things, which they, they made every effort to disrupt. And again, whenever they, and, and in Syria as well. So I, 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 w- I want to bring something into play here. And that's the fact that there's been a couple of news things that have hit. And, and, and I, I really think that the, the, the deep state, the alphabet agencies, agencies think that they could do something with China to escalate tensions to to maybe even bring about bring about some type of of, of war. Uh, one of which is this that recently happened, and I'm not sure if you ca- caught this at all. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, our, if our listeners aren't aware, apparently her flight was delayed by three hours uh, because of what they're labeling the Havana syndrome. Two U.S. staffers had to be medevaced out due to this anomalous health incident in hanoi so we've we've seen this before there's a reason why this hits the news v i i can't help but think that that somehow they're going to try to pin this on on the chinese right they're going to say that they they did something um to 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 impact that but that that caught my eye so it was kind of interesting and then also uh v this to me came out of nowhere and this is from because they probably couldn't do through the Washington Post because everyone would would see right through it. So the BBC came out with this article, <laughs> V, and that's the Wuhan lab leak theory. How for the gain of function in the U.S. was it the would that be the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill? Mm-hmm. Bing, bing, bing. See, which laboratory also was working on coronavirus vac uh, coronaviruses? With patents on human transmission and viral patents going back to the late 80s and early 90s, would that be for Dietrich, Maryland? Yep. Yes, it would. In August of 2019, a strange illness happened uh, uh, in a nursing home. Over 60 patients in an old folks' home 
were infected with some sort of a strange and virulent respiratory disease. Uh, I think anywhere between 15 to 20 of them have died. Okay. Uh, And then an investigation was launched. They couldn't find out what happened. At the same time, that old folks' home, which is a stone throws away. You see, most smart countries, CJ, they take a bioweapons lab and they they put it out in the middle of nowhere, far away from population centers. But in the U.S., because we, you know, the American government loves, they love the citizens. They put it right right next to population centers, right in Fort Detrick, right. So during the same time, while these old folks were dropping like flies in the old folks' home, you can Google this if you don't believe me. Fort Detrick mysteriously just shuts down out of nowhere. Had a mysterious shutdown in August. Okay? Then, nine states, we found out that in, in, in October, September and October of 2019, nine states, people, they found the antibodies for, the antigens for COVID-19 in various Samples that were they were getting it out of sewer water. They were finding it in people's blood tests. They were they're like, "What the hell's what is this stuff?" Going back to 2019, September and October, right? And then this was months before the leak in Wuhan happened. And the Wuhan is not a bioweapons lab. It doesn't do any of this stuff. Okay, that's number one. Number two, it is owned by it was a it was a co project between the China Institute of the Sciences, as well as a Glasgow Smith client subsidiary called TKF, T, uh, TFKS. Okay, for those that don't know, Glasgow Smith client has been in operation in China for at least 130 years. Okay, at least 130 years, going back to the Opium Wars. Yes, <laughs> yes, and so T, uh, TKFS was a subsidiary that helped start. The Wuhan Virology Institute. So this is why now this is starting to uptick, and there's a lot of evidence coming to that. Now it's being shifted to, oh, it's, it's a Wuhan leak. What? But we're finding antibody samples going back to August, September, and October, way before any leak in the lab happened. How did that happen? How did, how did 60 old folks die in a home or get infected? How did that happen? This is the whole entire thing. So here we go. Siege. Yeah, I I think that they're um, they're they're looped together. I think this is part of the 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 news feed that they will attempt. I mean, imagine the headlines that in the event that uh, the Chinese attempted to take out the uh, first ever uh, uh, biracial uh, female vice president, and China did this, and then you piggyback that off that V with a release of a report saying yes, we we came to conclusion that that the the uh the lab leak was in Wuhan uh which more than likely it probably was right i mean it was you know it was probably one of those situations where again we offshored it we funded it so i mean there's a potential that that did happen but we also know what we just covered and now the fact that they're trying to conceal and hide this information it's funny it comes out of the bbc though <laughs> you thought that you know the washington post would have would have released it but again i think that just further escalation uh, every attempt to disrupt the, uh, the the massive shift that we've been covering and documenting the last several years here on on Rogue V, and so it's going to be interesting to witness all this. And at the same time, with the the lockdowns and all that, and uh, we just interesting times that we're we're living through V. But 
You just got to remember there's – what's that? I'm, I'm terrified of the times that we're living in. I'm, I'm going to start driving around town and start looking for booster shots. I'm just going to just randomly take as many, many booster shots as I possibly can. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, gosh. I, you know, and, and I get emailed every once in a while some, some crazy stuff still, V, that I, I, I read through and laugh. And and I, I don't know. Everyone can believe what they they want to believe, but there's there's still this thought process that what, 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 elaborate. What what kind of messages are you getting? Um, I got an interesting uh, email that they came up with this theory that you know COVID was supposed to be really this uh, mass kill off event, this massive depopulation. Oh God! And and the reason that 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 Trump streamlined and and did the vaccines and continues to promote them in his speeches and everything is because he did that to save humanity. Because if we didn't have those vaccines, then oh god, it would be a massive kill off. <laughs> yeah, because you know Trump was there when they were uh, splicing <laughs> together the mRNA technology. That would, you know they, he was there. He was he was literally in the labs uh, in Pfizer and, and in Moderna, and he was in charge of the entire vaccine process. Yes, that makes perfect sense, CJ. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, and and again, like all these things are exist. All all these story crazy stories are are out there. Um, so it's just important right now to, you know, not only, uh, for those that are listening in, but to, to share our work, to go to roguenews.com. Uh, people are getting tired of me saying it, but I'm going to continue to say it is bookmark drop down key in your email. Uh, you know, again, we're working on some things on the back end that are really going to help uh, move rogue news, uh, to, to the next level. So keep it locked and loaded right here. And yeah, I apologize. We didn't have uh, Matthew Eric yesterday. His, this schedule. We're gonna try for that for Thursday, right, V? Yeah. Are we aiming for yeah. Thursday? Yeah. Thursday, Matt will be on. It'll be a good time to have him. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we've had a couple of audience requests to get uh, uh, John uh, Singleton back on as well. Yes, v. we got to get Johnny back. We got to so do another, see what uh, see what his thoughts are on how to counter the whole Kobe pass and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, so absolutely. we get him back on. And then obviously Gus was Gus was traveling today. So um, you have us. <laughs> That's it. You guys are stuck with us for today. So it is what it is. Anyway, anything else you want to cover, Siege? That's it on my NV. Right, let me see if I have anything on my end. Ba, 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 instructions, uh, bills, no, I don't have anything else. The the incompetence rolls forward, folks. The incompetence rolls forward. My heart and my mind and my prayers go to those people that are stuck in Afghanistan. Uh, heart-wrenching images, just heart-wrenching images of women and children Family stuck behind enemy lines and just just heart wrenching. It's a a colossal blunder, and this is going to. I don't know how this is going to play out. I really don't know. And I tell you right now, folks, if um if this turns into a hostage crisis, this is going to be a mess. And if it does turn into a hostage crisis, there's only one man that could fix this whole entire thing. You know who that is, CJ? Who's that be? There's only one man. In the world that can fix this entire Afghan mess that the U.S. elites have created. Only one man. Oh, I know. Who? Vladimir Putin. That's right. Vlad is the only one that could untangle this web. The only ones that could do it will be the Russians. The only ones that will do it. And the U.S. politicians will, will, will scream bloody murder as, as they untangle this mess and bring some peace and stability to the area. <sighs> this, is what they, this is what they do. They've been cleaning up our mess in Syria. Now they're, they're going to probably clean up our mess in Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. Because it's in the strategic benefit 
for a stable Afghanistan for Russia. So if this gets out of hand, it goes into a, a hostage situation. Um, no, Russia will step in, and this will be a further embarrassment to the Americans. It, it really is. It's, it's who could trust us at this point? You know, who could trust us? I mean, I was on the phone this morning, eight thirty in the morning, with a hedge fund from Israel, and um, they're like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" <laughs> Basically, like you know, you can, <laughs> you can hear in their voice, "You Americans, who can trust us?" I mean, if you were in Israel right now, if you woke up this morning, like, "Holy crap, we have these people as our allies." If you were in Taiwan this morning, you're having second thoughts. You're, you know, you have one phone line that goes to the U.S. You have another phone line. It's a red phone that goes directly to the Chinese, and you're going to probably pick up that red phone and start apologizing profusely. If you're in South Korea, you're going to be like, "Holy shit, we're doomed." <laughs> hey, King Jong Un is going to kill us all. You know, this is the whole entire thing. If you're, you're like, who's going to believe us? Who's going to trust us? Who's going to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to strike a deal with the Americans. I'm going to sign a treaty with the Americans, and it's going to be good for the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Like, dude, you know, you know the bad this. So if you can't trust us as an ally, if you can't trust us as a business partner, and that we're so damn unreliable that not even for the sake of money, that we're so we're, we're like a bunch of crackheads. We rather take two hundred billion in opium than a hundred trillion in, in rare earth. Mm. We rather take a couple hundred billion in opium, right, rather than a hundred trillion dollars in rare earth minerals, strategic metals, and whatnot. The Israelis, the South Koreans, the Taiwanese, and every other ally in the world is waking up and they're looking at their forex reserves and, be, and they're looking at the greenbacks they're looking at the dollars and, be, and they're saying to themselves why do we have this crap <laughs> what is this worth what is this worth it's not worth anything this is a liability this is not an asset very well said i know, Ch I know china's phone's ringing off the hook mm -hmm. hello uh, thank you for calling uh xi jinping a man officer. How can I help you? Oh uh, yeah, I I I'd like to. Uh, I have a you know uh, a deal that I had with the Americans, and uh, I'm not so sure I could trust the Americans. Uh, I was wondering if you guys could help us. Oh yes, uh, most assuredly. Uh, what what can we help you with? Uh, yes, I I I'd like to. You know, I got about a uh, three trillion dollars worth of lithium in the ground, and uh, I didn't tell the U.S. this. You know, because I don't want to be invaded. I was wondering if you could help us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We will most definitely help you. We will send plane right away. That, that's what that, that's what's happening right now. <sighs> the greatest country in the world, or the potential to be the greatest country ever, squandered all because we believe propaganda that was created right after World War II about how our greatness is and that we're unmatched and we can do anything in the world. And that, alongside with all the liberal idiots and all the social and moral degradation that has occurred since then, and here we are. Folks, the patient is terminal. Dr. V has given his prognosis. Prepare, make as much money as possible, and get the hell out of harm's way. That's your only strategy that you have left. With that being said... We're at the end of the show. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hit us with a thumbs up. That helps us trend with the algos because you know all the views and all these other things are being suppressed and whatnot. So every little bit helps. 
Go to roguenews.com where you will find everything in its entirety. And with that being said, CJ, take it away. <laughs>